Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. We have my favorite little stand-in co-host today. We have Mike and Bibby on on the mic. What's up, guys? Yes. <laughs> today we have a really interesting episode. We actually have some really some tearjerker should I say, Bachelor Nation breakdown pieces, as well as uh, the quick bit of the week about asking if you should unfollow your ex, which I really want to know Mike's input on this piece because I always, it's always nice to get a guy's perspective because honey, I got a few things to say regarding that. I got that. a story on that. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I do. Um, but other than that, we have Hunter from Katie Season today on the episode, which I am so excited to have him talk to us. We saw a lot from Hunter this past week's in this episode. So it's going to be really fun. But let's get into the Bachelor Nation breakdown. First off, we have Katie shares a very personal story from her past. Uh, definitely so. And uh, to all of our beautiful listeners out there, you know, with all due respect, this is a trigger warning. Uh, this is an incredibly sensitive uh, topic that we're going to be speaking on. Uh, if you watched with Katie, she was extremely brave, courageous uh, and beautiful with her words. And so was everyone else. So was all the gentlemen there mm -hmm. also, minus Thomas. And I just want to say for this conversation, for those of you out there that know someone and or you yourself have been through a situation like this, uh, we're talking about consent. Uh, I you know, encourage you to check out Rain. That's R A I N N dot org. Um, I have love for all of you out there, and you know, we speak from the heart on this topic. And Katie did a wonderful job. Absolutely, I, I just think that it was so beautiful of her to open up, especially when I don't think her she herself was like prepared to open up about that story. I don't think that was something that. She would have right. predicted it was going to happen on, especially on a group date, to be so vulnerable like that. But I feel like things always happen when they're supposed to. And I, um, honestly, I think it just made us all fall in love with Katie a little bit more. We had her on talking it out on our podcast, and she, like you said, Tay, she wasn't like, expecting to talk. She wasn't anticipating to talk. But you know, the beautiful thing about her is she said everyone else is talking, so mm -hmm. she wanted to be equal with them. And, Absolutely. You know, when you go on the show, it's, at times it's almost like. You have the lead and then you have the contestants, right? I love the fact that she made it an equal playing field, you know, and leveled it. And that was just beautiful of her to do. Bibi, what were you going to say? I uh, think it's really interesting how she worded it, where how she said it, it was a non-consensual experience. And mm -hmm. then how she tried to rationalize by pursuing a relationship with this person. Yeah. One of the things that, I mean, this really hits, this is a story that really hits close to home. Um, and most of the times there's 51% of women, this is a study that shows that 51% of women find themselves in this type of situation or have an experience like this, mm -hmm. like their, their abuser is an intimate partner or, and then 40% of women is from someone that they would consider an acquaintance. So, you know, I think oftentimes we think that if it's a sexual assault, it has to be extremely aggressive mm -hmm. or, you know, you're extremely injured. But we're seeing more and more cases of women that like it, it happens with people that are in your inner circle and in your surroundings and people that you assume you're safe with. Yeah. You know, so I think it was and I mean, I'm a little bit shaky, but I think it was extremely brave of her to share something like this. Um, and it's comforting to see women get more and more comfortable trying to find their healing through sharing their story. I mean, Definitely kudos so. to her. Of absolutely, because you just never know who you're going to impact. And I think that that also can give somebody else strength, you know, to really see that type of situation, realize that it wasn't essentially something that you have to continue to like have resentment for from yourself like you yeah. can move on from it but also you're, you're so loved by so many people around you you know yeah. and i feel like if if katie didn't open up i think that the guys still you know would have um been in love with her but i feel like that just really allowed the guys to fall more in love with her and like want to get to know her as a human being and it just i don't know it made no, her seem very relatable you know what touched me so most was when Katie said she felt bad for being too drunk. And, I, you know, I'm 33 years old. I've been to quite a bit of parties. And 
a lot of people get drunk and I, I don't think that we talk about that aspect. I don't think that, you know, I feel that a lot of people that have been taken advantage of almost feel responsible in some regards, but I want everyone yeah. to know and Katie to know as well. It wasn't your fault. You did nothing wrong. Like you didn't take advantage of someone else. Someone else took advantage of you. You know, so for all the listeners out there, I'm so happy that Katie spoke on that piece because that's just something that it's almost like just the area that we don't talk about. It's almost a shameful thing to even say aloud, right? When it shouldn't be that mm -hmm. way. And so I, I was really just, it was just admirable of her to speak on that. I love that. You know, I found a post um, that I thought was really well put together. And it said, rape culture is victim shaming a woman for being too drunk. Then defending a man by saying his actions were influenced by alcohol. That's the most so, asinine thing. I think if you're going to hold a woman responsible for drinking too much, mm -hmm. then you need to do the same for a man should also be held accountable. Well, um, sorry. No, go ahead. I, I get this is almost a trigger warning for me as well, because yeah. it's just it's, it's dumb. Like right. if a person has too much to drink, what you ass should do is take their ass to bed go home yeah <laughs> like yeah take them to bed move their hair out the way so they could throw up in the toilet or whatever but not like take advantage of that person like that's what you do when someone has too much to drink you know what i mean like that it's just i i hate that it's absurd i it's absurd i think we've come a long way as a society in supporting women in these circumstances but we still have a long way to go because because it's been conditioned in us that you could have done more to protect yourself or you put yourself in that situation. Mm -hmm. And that's, we still, the reality is that as much as we want to be able to, you know, have as much fun as somebody else, it's not the reality we, we live in, you know? And um, yeah, it's just, it's really sad to see people still being taken advantage and I've heard more than within the last week, I've heard of three women with similar experiences. Let me ask y'all this because uh, we asked Katie. Yes. Wow. Uh, I want to know from the two of you, and because I asked, we asked Katie this on our podcast. When y'all are out with your girls, like, is there a code that y'all have? Like, what is something that y'all do to stay safe? Because this is sadly, guys really don't think about this, right? Like, what are some of the things that y'all do when you're with your when you with your people out having a good time? I don't think any, none of us leave any girl behind, at least for me. Yeah. It's I, like one. Typically for my friend group, um, uh, maybe just because at, at an older age and maybe in college it was a little different, which I don't really, I can't really remember either, but I don't think that we would ever let a girl go home with someone that we did not know. Like that's just obviously not right. I actually was in one situation in college where I was with one of my girlfriends and we were out and about and she was drinking a little bit too, not a little bit too much, I wouldn't say, but it's just this guy just kept feeding her drinks and I was with her. So I always had my eye on her. But at one point she left and I just remember like, I need to find her. And I remember storming into this one house and literally banging on every single door and yelling and making a freaking ruckus. And all these guys are telling me to shut up and be quiet and blah, blah. blah. Right. This girl broke her nails scratching on the wall trying to like hit the wall because she was in that room with somebody and thank god i heard her and i did not freaking stop until i opened the door and i got her and i literally left but it's just like you just can't like after going through an experience like that you just don't let any of your girlfriends leave without your sight you know yeah. what i mean and yeah, it, it, it's scary to have to go through that type of situation i can't even imagine and then on i think it was katie who said uh on our pod you can't even like a, a mixed drink, we know not to, you know, to watch your drink, but she was saying that even the mixers have been spiked at times. Yeah. I, you know, I was like, damn. How it's always so fun to take shots with people. Oh, this guy's going to buy me a yeah. drink. It's not worth it. It is not worth it. You can afford a $6 cocktail. I know it's very fun to have guys buy you drinks. It's not well, worth it. Well, well, I still think a guy could buy you a drink. It's just your ass need to be there the whole time. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I get that, but I like it when a guy lets you order. You know what I mean? Like, if someone's like, oh, yeah, get your own drink, whatever. That's very different than someone just being like, oh, hey, I got you drinks. 
and then you you're know, taking it from them because that's typically what happens, especially when you're not thinking too much because you already had a little bit to drink. Uh, fair. You know, something I do that I never said aloud until right now. Every time I, I get a, let's say a drink, if it's just me and my lady or a shot or whatever, I always ask her, which one do you want? Yeah, you know I mean, because um, in the back of my head, I, I'm trying to make sure she feels as comfortable. Right. And so I know that a woman should, you know, make sure her drinks are OK. So I'm always like, which one you want, babe? Like left yeah. or right, it don't matter to me. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing yeah. in either one of them, but I want her to feel comfortable. And a part of that comfortability is making her, you know, be able to choose what she decides. But I also, you know, wanted to give a shout out to, to Michael A. You know, in that, in that date that they had with Nick Vial, um, I would never wish upon my worst enemies what took, you know, what happened to Michael and his, uh, you know, his late wife. It just, it was so sad. It was heartbreaking. That was my favorite date I've ever seen from the Bachelor franchise. But he went on the one on one, right? So he opened up in the one on one. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I also thought it was really sweet how he asked her, "May I kiss you?" And I mean, yes. body language is a big sign as well. But um, he was so sweet, and you can tell it took him a lot of courage. And I think it was really encouraging to see him and nice to see him be patient with mm -hmm. sharing this information you know mm -hmm. and we all know how stressful that environment can be and like those two minutes you have with someone in a rose ceremony might be the last two minutes you have and um he was so thoughtful and just his story i mean this was one of those episodes where i just found myself crying so many times not, because yeah. I was like, gosh, I'm an emotional mess. <laughs> no, but I think that's a beautiful part of also about like yeah. the show. Like I understand there is a lot of drama and there is a lot of, you know, stupid stuff that gets in the way. But also at the same time, <laughs> there's like a lot of really beautiful stories. And that's really what is special is, is hearing these guys stories and voices and then having them be able to connect with the female and them being able to be vulnerable i think that that's what makes us fall in love with the show it's not all this other shit you know no definitely so know. and if anyone out there listening that wants to hear more of michael's story he's on uh bachelor happy hour this week so definitely check him out there and check out uh his charity it's freaking amazing it's uh l the number four project.com l4 project.com well the guys did a phenomenal job katie did a phenomenal job this episode was well except for thomas uh this episode yeah thomas for sure <laughs> <laughs> um this episode we, i don't know it just really made me fall in love with a lot of more of the guys and i was even there so can we speak on that for a second please yeah like, which part Thomas is just a little cocky. He's <laughs> cocky to me. I, it's not cocky to me. I I read completely insecure. And, well, no, I'll give you that. He's That's so I'll insecure. Extremely, extremely insecure, man. I mean, I was really, I thought he was really cute. And mm -hmm. that when he first came out of the limo and I was like, wow, this guy is hot. And then as you've seen his, his, his character and like the little things that yeah. he's doing is just too quick for comfort. Yeah. Like yeah. he's making a lot of impulsive moves. There's something that he said. And, you know, I know that we have Hunter on later, so I'd love to hear his take on this, but there was something that he said um, regarding like what he needed to do to get a rose tonight. And it was just very clear yes. that what that was his is. intention, just getting a rose versus like, what do I need to do to, speak to Katie tonight to yeah. really have her understand how I feel. It was right. more, there was, there was an ulterior motive to that. And I get it. You know, there is that game component with, with this type of environment where it's like, if I don't get a rose and I go home too early, then I don't get a, enough time to actually experience, you know, some type of relationship with this woman. Right. So there's that added pressure, but man, you're already kind of, you know, showing. These, He's showing his true colors. Yeah. And you just have I to pay he, attention to it. How he what what he shared? The uh, oh. the dumbest shit. <laughs> we all were just this like, was, uh. <laughs> you know, it was really heartwarming to see the show take a different it was. shift on a group date. Like mm -hmm. we're all sitting down in a circle and we're getting real. We're talking about real things and things that are important to us and things that are gonna help us heal and open us and be vulnerable. This really new perspective. Yeah. And then comes this guy talking about how he went on the date the day before because, you know, he didn't know how he was going to feel about this girl. That and wasn't even part for me. 
the background I, I was for me say, was it was just platform. Him no, him talking about I have so much to tell you. But then say the shit, bro. No, really though. Like say it. Like you have so much to say, but you're not saying nothing at all. Like, that's the biggest That's what makes a person about. worse. Like a what are, what is what is so much on your mind that you want to tell Katie that you want to be vulnerable about, but you're not saying it? Like what is that? That's why are you wasting your time talking about being the bachelor if like you have so much more to say and you want you have so much more to give to a relationship and you really want that yeah. girl and that's what's on your mind? No. Yeah. I would be wanting to show her who I really am so that way she has no reason to doubt me. Facts. People and it's not it's, oh my bad. It's not like a to me, I understand what you mean when you say gamify. It's not about that in my eyes though, because on every season there's at least ten great people, right? Mm-hmm. They just may not be all for you. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not about, because I hate when I talk to people, you know, now, like, oh, did you win Hannah's season? Did you not win? No, it's not about winning. Winning. I hate that. It's, I hate that shit gets on my everlasting nerve. You're not about winning, bro. This isn't no win, lose. This is, I found my love or I didn't. And he doesn't have that mindset. And so his ass needs to go home. <laughs> you know what i wish we could call like a lifeline when like you're in the bubble you're like mike come get this man come get this, like, to, like, this man i would love to it's... that would actually be a really fun spin on it like being able I to mean, like call one person and be like can you come check this person please thanks yeah i want to hear hundreds thoughts on that well. who knows i mean i was super she completely won me over when she sent home carl right away mm. Carl needs a. I kept thinking I didn't about. I think that was going to happen. This boy. Like, there's no way this dude's going home. There's like, no way. Look, low key. I want to go to Carl's a motivational speaker. I want to attend one of his speaking engagements. Because <laughs> that man could talk. Yes. He that man can talk. Of, he had me thinking of Logan Paul when he was air punching. I was like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh. Like, you trying to fight one of the Paul brothers? Like, what is this oh, going on? Like, God. The last episode was a doozy, but we're going to get more into that when Hunter is here because he has some firsthand experience with all of it. So we'll dive into that with him. But the second Bachelor Nation breakdown that we have is Caitlin Bristow yes. calling out those haters, um, yes. specifically about her appearance. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's great and it's about time that some of these people get put in their place. Like I always. I, you're always told, and eh, just ignore it. You're above that. Like, don't give these people attention, blah, blah, blah. But there's like a certain point where you're just like, okay, stop. Like, I, like I'm like i human too. Enough is enough. Like, who, what makes you feel like you can talk to me the way that you're talking to me? Does it make you yeah. feel better to tweet that, to say that, to send that? Twitter fingers. Like, it's just, oh my God. I love how people are always like, oh, it comes with a role. Like, what? What? So yeah. all of a sudden, no. I'm not human. I don't yeah. have feelings. It's very interesting because I think all of us has experienced that to one extent or another, you know, negativity with being on the show and people always giving their opinions. But when it comes to your physical appearance, it's none of your business, guys. I feel like if she feels good in her skin, if she if this is what she wants to do, I think she looks beautiful. Um, people to say the crazy things that they're saying. It's insane to me. And I I kudos to her for clapping back because, yeah. you know, Sometimes people back. think that not saying anything is the best thing. And it's like, no, like I am still a human being. And I love one of one of the fans tweeted, like, don't forget you won Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. 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 You're happily engaged. Yeah. You have multiple businesses, successful yeah. ones. And, yeah. you know, it's like, why we just live in this society where people just feel like you're you're not human. Like if it's if they can diss you on the Internet, it's like it doesn't really matter. You know, my no. mindset, I'm always, I'm the optimist, right? I try to be an optimist a lot of times. When I see stuff like that, when it happens to me individually, I get happy. That means I'm on the right track. That means I'm making my haters mad, baby. Yeah. I'm making my haters eat, baby. I'm still getting mine. What I'm, is I'm, it saying? I'm keep going up. Wait, what, what is that saying? You don't, you don't have haters. haters. Yeah. You, you don't yeah, have you any don't haters, haters, you're not doing something right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so... Love Caitlin, me or hate me, it's still it's an obsession. Up, yeah. That's all I have to say. Exactly. I, <laughs> that always has been a motto for a very long time. So, Caitlin, keep doing you. But all of us, all of y'all that are out there, if you do have haters, whatever, that's it's showing their insecurity way more than it's saying anything about you. For the third Bachelor Nation <laughs> breakdown, we have Dean and Caitlin celebrating two years together. 
Yes. Two years together. Yes. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, congrats. Amazing. You guys, they were together when we were on Paradise. Well, yeah. right? Like they got they kind of, yeah. on our season. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy to me. I Who would have thought that Dean would have settled down and two years later, they have a house together. They have a dog. Do they? I think she was posting the other day that they wanted a cat. I don't know if they got a cat. Oh my God. They're traveling just, the world together. I'm just happy for them. I wonder how many places they've been. That's all I want to ask. Like, bro, how many places I have know. been? Together? I'm going to ask That's to crash one of these vacations sometime soon because some of them look really, really fun. They I mean, I, I can do without the hiking. Amazing. I can do without the hiking. I don't need to. All right, guys, we're getting straight into the clickbait of the week. And this week, it's all about should you unfollow your ex? Mm-hmm. So I read an article about Kanye West unfollowing Kim K and all the Kardashians and Jenners. And I'm super interested in hearing what you two think. What's the rule of thumb when you go through a breakup? Mm-hmm. If unfollowing your ex is the right thing to do or is it petty? I have my own views, but. Tasha, you go first. Uh, to be honest with you, I have to say I'm very proud of Kanye for doing that. Just because I agree. it's not... Obviously, when you, you don't just date one person, you date the whole family. But there's like a lot, a lot. <laughs> in the Kardashian family. And they are very active on social media. So you are constantly seeing their information, their photos, their family on your Instagram. So I thought it was a really good thing for Kanye. It was very healthy on his regard. However, when it comes... To me, if someone were to unfollow me first, I'd be very, very, very upset and sad about it. But I, I like to wait a little bit. What, what well, now we have the whole feature where like you can mute someone. But see, this so, is the thing. I feel like I just personally, me myself, I don't like it when people are upset at me or like have an issue with me. Mm-hmm. So if I were to break up a relationship, I would hope it would be amicable, like to the point where it's like, we're in on good terms and i feel like sometimes when it's abrupt like that it's like okay wait, so are you pissed at me or are you just doing it for your own healthy boundaries like i would have to know as to why yeah i feel like that's just me personally having this conversation when you're going through the breakup yeah like, i mean let's talk about the the things that don't really seem really important right now but it might be triggering for one of us in the future like are we going to continue to follow or are we going to unfollow do we take away pictures do we not remove pictures like what's the picture's a different game that's a whole different yeah that's a whole other ball game that's a whole conversation mike uh, what do you think are you unfollowing your ex or do you still follow any of your exes so i uh i i broke up with a young lady in uh february and i asked her this question i was like are we going to be unfollowing each other or not she said no we're going to be following each other still so i said okay and then i did daily pop and I was wearing the shoes that she had bought me for Christmas in my birthday. And I, I feel, I think she got pissed off at that. And then I, and then I did a music video with Natasha from Listen oh, to Your that. Heart. And it was a hot and steamy music video. And I think it triggered her. And so she was like, I'm unfollowing him. Right. I mean, it triggered me and I, I've never been in a relationship. With you know what? Anybody. I cannot with this. Why did it trigger you, I'm baby? <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly I cannot. I'm like, okay, it's so quick. I gotta buy a plane ticket for y'all. Like, what do you need? Like, how can I help this situation? So what Gosh, happened? No, it. I'm curious. What happened? Did she then decide, like, hey, I need to unfollow you because this is just too much? Yeah, it was, or, just, it was too much for yeah. her. I, I understand it. I respect it. Yeah. Like, we, we have respect for one another. I think any person I've been with has respect for me as I have respect for them. Right. And so, you know, we unfollow each other. Now, I have a, the, the ex that I was in love with, she follows me. And it's weird. That situation is weird. She got a whole dude and she'll try to hit me up and stuff still. And that's just a, that's just a situation. But like, like hit you up like what? Is it an innocent? Like, hey, how are you? Yeah, baby, no, well. baby needs like, to know what she's up against. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just <laughs> lay, want to know. No, but seriously, there's some times where I've reached out to exes like, hey, I just thought about you. Like, hope everything's good. Like, what's going on? And it doesn't mean anything. I mean, just yeah. one ex in particular. Everybody else I don't really care yeah, about. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's always that one person. So it does mean something. Do you think? Ooh. Yeah. Tasha yeah. has a great point so, right there. That was a great point. I like that, Tasha. I have, I have mixed feelings because I have friends that end amicably and then they still follow one another. But here's my thing. I think what Kanye did was right. And I, I have I to agree with 
you know, Taisha, it could be extremely frustrating to have someone unfollow you first, but you can't control social media. So I first think it becomes like having an honest conversation with yourself. Like if I open social media and I see a post and they look happy, that could be triggering. Just the same way that your ex, Mike, you know, sees you wearing the shoes that she gave you and you're out living your best life and then you're doing a music video. That's just stuff that, you know, if you really want to move past the relationship, yeah, I, I don't think that. that you need to be keeping tabs on your ex at least that. until you're over them. Yeah. Like now I can follow an ex of mine or someone that I was with or dated and feel nothing but happiness for them if they've moved on. But in those recent months, maybe even up to a year, depending on how the relationship ended, I think it could be a little bit, a little bit sketch. I get that. But why follow their ass back if you already unfollowed them during the time of healing? <laughs> or maybe just m muting Don't. them. Yeah. Well, I mean. See, I hate the ghost follow. I, to me, that's the BS. Ghost? Oh, like, the I follow muting. I, I don't T mute. Tasha like, is engaged. If she, like, there was one picture I said, okay. Uh, Tasha, right? Uh, Tasha Adams mm -hmm. to the stage or something like that. I said, I'll say that about like all my friends, right? You know, if they got, I'm trying to like show love. I, to me, ghost following is the dumbest thing ever. Like, if I got a hot picture, tell me I'm looking good in my picture. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, like, I get why, you. What's I, ghost following? Ghost but following, also, ghost following I, is like, let's say, uh, my roommate Connor puts up a, a really nice picture, and you're like, I can't like it. I'm not gonna comment on it because someone's gonna think something. Oh, then my, and my, my, some, my thoughts are why even follow this individual in the first place? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, this is interesting because Instagram, social media, I think is just such a big topic for relationships. I mean, because yeah. to be honest with you, if you're half naked in a photo, like there's obviously I have a fiance, there's like nothing between us. Like, I don't know. Like, and Zach's very secure in himself. So if me like commenting like a fire thing on your, like on your photo, I don't think that, that would, would trigger him, but yeah. that's like, that's just our relationship. But I think like the in another relationship yeah. that can definitely be something that's like, oh, and Tasha is supposed to be engaged, but she's over here commenting fire emojis on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I understand the whole ghost follow, but I think that there are some certain rules. I think yeah. that you could do it. Like, so let's say Mimi, uh, Bibi and I are together, right? And one of my lady friends posts a, a her in a bikini. I'm not going to put the fire emoji. I would say something Thank like, you. yeah, I'm, a, I'm, that's just not what you do. I'm gonna get it. I'll probably yeah. like it if she's a friend, but I'm not putting a fire emoji because yeah. that's just not what you don't do in my, opinion. no, like that's what, okay. Can boundaries. I ask you a question? That's how you engage. What about the media. eyes? I definitely agree. What about the Hell eyes? Hell no, that's damn near worse. Listen what? to me. There is something put, that I, I hate that eye emoji so much. It like, is not okay. I would never post the eyes on your um, uh, picture because that's disrespectful to Zach. The eyes is like, oof. I see you, baby. What's up? No, nah, that's disrespectful. You cannot do that. No. Oof. That just gave like a set of Let us up. Acceptable I hate emojis. that emoji. Yeah, there's For acceptable some emojis reason. and unacceptable emojis. Mm -hmm. If I put the eyes, no, that's worse than fine. That's the worst one. <laughs> I know. Like, if I so do that, like, I'm looking at you. If I do that to Bibby, then that's, matter of fact, I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I haven't even posted in the longest time. I'm doing it right now. You still look fire in those photos, though. Look at look at he's actually. Oh my god, I cannot. <laughs> Love to see it. She's dopamine Love hit of the day. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. So funny too. enough, with my last relationship, we didn't yeah. follow each other on social media at all. Okay, wait. Do you find it attractive when some people aren't on social media? Oh my gosh. It's the most attractive I thing. Would love. I mean, I know that uh -huh. it's not realistic because a lot of us now use oh, social media for work or whatever other reasons. But if I met a guy and he didn't have social media, it's like jackpot. Like, <laughs> I don't have to worry about so much with you. Before, I don't worry about who you follow, who's following you. But oh, okay. But what before. if you were dating Mike? He's actively on social media. How would you feel about that? We would just have to have a conversation about what our boundaries are with social media. And I think that Mike is mature enough and him and I kind of are on the same wavelength when it comes to just having really honest upfront conversations. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not necessarily the case with everyone. You know, like mm -hmm. when I first started my last, my former partner, when we first started seeing each other, I didn't follow him. I mean, we never followed each other, but I oh. also made it a rule for myself until I really know this guy, I'm not going to look for him on social media. 
because I, I think we get this like twisted perception of who we think people are based off what they post. And to be honest with you, like sometimes it could be really cool stuff. And so you can be intimidated by it or yeah. it can be stuff that you're just like, ooh, Ugh, and why would you do that? That kind of sucks. <laughs> you know Ugh. what I mean? Like guys, some guys don't really know how to put yeah. up their best picture on social media, you know? So and then other guys have like beautiful girls following them and vice versa so it's like if you can just avoid social media for the first few months as you're seeing one another to really get to know this person outside of that that would I be agree. pretty cool very I, interesting take okay i before i went on the show yeah my ig was like inactive for maybe like 18 months like i had to, not deleted it fully but i think i deleted the app off my phone but i still had mm. an account right and i remember this uh one lady i was like trying to holler at her or whatever. And she's like, what's your IG or whatever? I was like, I don't have IG. She was like, what's your Snapchat? I don't have Snapchat. What's your Twitter? I don't have Twitter. And she thought I was so weird. And I'm like, no, I don't need that stuff. Now, obviously, yeah, you know- I don't we, think that's weird at all. We promote X, Y, Z at this point in time. Maybe if I was not in the position I am in now, I would not have social. Connor in my room yeah. now, I always talk about it. Always talk mm -hmm. about this. It would not be a thing. Crazy. I think also though some women could be triggered like, what do you mean you don't have social media? What are you trying to hide? Like, yeah, it's like you trying to hide. Like, I ain't trying to hide nothing. I'm just trying to live my damn life. No, I think that's <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. Um, that's just it's just cause social media. Lord have mercy. Wait, Vivi, would you unfollow media. or not? <laughs> um, so I would unfollow. Like my yeah. last relationship, if I didn't already not follow him, I don't know if I said that right. Then I would have probably unfollowed just because it's too. Too much. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Completely get that. I don't right. want to see you having a good time going parasailing with your boys out in Putacana. You know what I mean? I don't need that. All right. Well, we definitely talked on that bit for a bit. I actually want to dive deeper into that. We're going to have to do a whole episode of just like social media etiquette. Uh, but for Love now, that. I just want to hear what Hunter has to say. I want to talk more about the show and Katie's season. Can we just get into that? So let's do it. Thank you for being here. Let's pass the episode. Your vulnerability, man, your openness and honesty mm. of what you have done that may not have been like the most upstanding thing to do is appreciated. We need more of that. Like what caused you to just say, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna be honest. This is what it is. So I, I, I look at it as I knew that that was a conversation I was gonna have to have with Katie. I knew that was, you know, I mean, we're on a show that's uh, focused on marriage and on getting married and I think the number one red flags, we we're talking about red flags in marriage, divorce is obviously a pretty big one. So I knew that was something I was going to talk to her about. And I didn't look at this as a bad thing necessarily. I mean, I was shocked whenever I saw Nick um, and whenever he said what he said, but I looked at this as almost an opportunity for a free one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, normally to have a conversation and to have her attention for 20 minutes straight or however long it is, you're on a, you, you got to have a one-on-one. -on -one. So I looked at this as I'm going to eliminate everybody else in the room mm. and I'm going to talk to Katie the way that I would have talked to her on our one-on-one because that's the, the discussion that I had with her was the same one I would have had on that one-on-one. -on -one. It's just Nick and the guys were around. So yeah, it's like that is definitely around. Yeah. the right mentality to have. I mean, we were talking about it earlier, especially when you are trying to find marriage and you are trying to find that person. These are the conversations you need to be having. And yeah, it just so happens other guys were around, but at least you're getting her, you're, le you're letting her see who you are and you guys connect. Yeah. And I think it's, it's important because that, that's something that I wanted, you know, if I were in her shoes and there was a guy that was a single dad or that was divorced, I'd want to know. That's the first thing I'd want to know. So yeah. I just put myself in, I try to put myself in her shoes as much as I, as I can. Love that. That's uh I, shows a lot about you. Happy Father's Day as well, man. I want to say Yes. Thank oh you. my gosh. Yeah, it was a good I thought one. uh how you just jumped into it right away and really set the tone for everyone else. Like, oh. all right, we're gonna do this vulnerability thing. Let's just put it all out there. I mean, I have some notes and as soon as you started talking, my eyes teared up. And I was like, Wow, <laughs> this yeah. is where we're going. I'm, I'm kind of used to that setting. Um, uh, we do that a lot and I work a lot in mental health and in recovery. And when you're, when you're in the rooms with other addicts and you're talking about getting sober and, and recovery, you don't hold back. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. you, you, you put it all out there. So I'm really used to 
wearing my heart on my sleeve and telling my story without holding anything back because the only way that you can really affect people is if you're having those real conversations and if you're being vulnerable. And I think that's what we need more of is people to just come out of their shell because everybody's going yes. through something. Everybody's yes. going through a battle and yes. hearing other people that have come through that battle and come out on the other side. I think that's what people need to hear. Yeah. yeah. Are your kids watching the show? No. Um, <laughs> you know, my, my kids are five and eight and okay. I, I, I think that obviously they're going to, they're going to see it eventually. Um, and I'm mm -hmm. fine with that. I, I think one of the things for me was that I, I want to make sure that I don't sacrifice my character because I know one day the kids are going to watch this and I want them to be proud of their dad. Um, but they're not watching it right now. I feel like that would, my daughter already asked too many really intricate <laughs> questions that I can't answer. <laughs> yeah. I, when I, I told her that. about, she asked about where I was going and I, I tried to start telling her, I was like, well, there's going to be a lot of daddy's friends and we're going to make friends and there's going to be a girl and you know, we might go to dinners and go, you know, maybe go on, you know, go to the pool. And she's like, can I come? So, oh, trying, trying to explain things to her around this is way too difficult right now. No, it yeah. would have been a uh, difficult explaining the bug brawl, uh, the previous episode to your daughter. Like, yeah, babe, me and a couple guys, you know, we're going to be half naked in some mud. You know, just rolling, rolling around. around. Yeah, just Daddy, rolling around. why were you hugging that Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> why was your shirt off? Yeah. Um, <laughs> talking about that, your kids watching one day and we saw uh, the conversation uh, that you stated up to Thomas, you know, this mm -hmm. past episode, uh, you were like the voice of the group. What made you even speak up to him? Um, so, you know, what's interesting is that Thomas and I, we, we had a lot of conversations early on that were real. Um, I looked at Thomas as a friend and so uh, originally, and, and it, you know, I, during the episode, you see us sit down and I try to, I try to talk with him one-on-one -on -one and tell him as a friend, Hey man, like I'm seeing yeah. this trajectory and it's not looking good. And I, I think you've got to change some stuff here. And I wanted to do that because I care about him. He's not okay. a bad person. Thomas is not a bad person. Um, Gosh. and once he kind of, told me all these things in that one-on-one -on -one conversation and I like put myself out there and I stood up for him with the other guys. Well, then I think what happened is he went and told a completely different story and it got egg on my face. And at that point, uh, you kind of see it, but I, I had to, I had to tell Thomas, look, now I've stood up for you and you've mistaken my kindness for weakness. And now I look mm. down and, and at that point I've got to separate myself from you. And I told Thomas, I said, look, man, uh, as far as the show is concerned and our time here, like I'm done with you. But afterward, I'm sure that we'll be able to be friends. We'll, we'll be able to talk this out. And I don't think Thomas is a bad person. I think, and you guys know this, in this situation, you're in a, a really weird set of circumstances and your emotions will, will make you do things differently than you normally would. And that can be a really good thing. But it can also be a really bad thing. I think for Thomas, unfortunately, just um, I think that he he kind of acted out of character and it, it didn't turn out well for him. I think it's really cool to see the guys as a collective come together and just. All of you have this conversation and approach that person like. Mm -hmm. Typically, what we're used to seeing is he said, she said, and all these, you know, individual conversations and nobody's really at like nobody's getting together and, you yeah. know, having a mature conversation and a mature approach to, hey, this isn't cool. And the way that you did that, I don't I, I personally haven't seen that on the show before. Yeah, I mean, I think kudos to you. I think you did an incredible job with approaching him and just really saying, like, we're cool, but like not so much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't say it enough. The group of guys, and I know it's this way every season, but this group of guys are, I, I can't even explain the bond that I have with them. Um, some of the best people I know that I'll ever meet. Uh, 
I, I, we're going to be in each other's weddings. Our kids are going to know each mm-hmm. other. Um, I love these guys. And I think that there's a lot of us that we cared so much about Katie that it was more about Katie. It was more about, you know, talking about this as a group rather than letting this gossip thing kind of take over because that's when you don't, you don't know the truth. And if I think if you bring it all out in the open and you have a conversation about it, that's when you find out the truth. And that's, I think that's what we did. But, uh, you know, you're going to have to, to keep watching because (laughs) (laughs) you're going to have to keep watching because the only, this only keeps going. It it, it doesn't stop. This is not the first time it's happened. And it's not the last. Uh, I think for us, we just wanted to, to protect Katie. I know a lot of people think that's white knight and that's, you know, that's what she's trying to, to, do, show, to show off, but it's not, you know, it's not, nah, you did truly right. We cared about Katie mm-hmm. and we were tired of seeing her like that. You know, Yeah, you did right. I like how Mike P as well was like, yo, this is how we as a unit feel. Uh, so you, Mike, y'all did a phenomenal job. Hunter, I have to ask, man. Oh no. What the hell is going on with Carl? (laughs) Like, bro, like, like, bro, like, honestly, I, I I try to be diplomatic. Um, but I don't know if I can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you think the environment just got to him? It it came out of nowhere. And here's the thing. I I think, honestly, We gotta I think have he, 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 maybe at the beginning he had good intentions, but again, I, I think that he maybe wanted the spotlight. One thing about mm. Carl is that he was very outspoken from day one. The first mm. night he was talking his head off, and I'm okay with that. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. If he has a right career field. Let's just say if, that. If, if, yeah, I mean, if you're a motivational speaker, but here's the thing. If you're going to be a motivational speaker, you've got to be able to motivate people. Um, you said it, not me. <laughs> Mic drop. I, I mean, I'm all, I'm all for people talking and being loud, but only if it's effective. And I think for him, <laughs> it just wasn't effective. I, I don't have anything against Carl uh, personally because I didn't really interact that much with him. But that night was bizarre and it was very frustrating. Uh, that was actually one of the best nights I had with Katie, um, which we didn't get to see all that, but it ruined it. And it, yeah. and it ruined it for a lot of guys because they didn't even get to talk to her that night. So that was a weird thing. I can't, I can't back him up on that because I have no idea what was going on. That, I, I know some people like that from my season that, you know, ruined it from not being able to speak to the young lady. Uh, <laughs> I, I, wanted to, I, I wanted to ask you this and warning, I may, this may get cut, but now play again. I wanted to ask how when Greg, we saw Greg speak to Katie, right? I had personally, since being on the show, I was triggered because I was like, you know what? I'm sure a bunch of other guys wanted to speak to her as well. But Greg was the one that was allowed to speak to her. Was that the case mm-hmm. or am I tripping or what? You know what? If I'm being completely honest, I didn't see him. I didn't ever. I, I, I just saw that for the first time. I had no idea. I had no idea that he snuck off and did that. And here's the thing you, you, what I, what I've learned is that you've got to be really careful about going above and beyond, especially when other guys are not in that place in their relationship. Um, and, and I, I, I feel like, yeah, Greg probably given his, where he was at, Maybe yeah. he had some liberties to be able to do that yeah. and do it quietly. I think that if someone else would have tried to do that, it may have been Thomas. <laughs> yeah, Thomas. You're <laughs> 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 <be> like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to where you came from. Uh, now, I, I appreciate the honesty, man. Uh, can we play a little game with you, if that's okay? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. So, uh, we have it up already. I want, you know, Tay, she's the leader of this. She's going to start us off, right? Okay. So we're going to play a game of this or that with Hunter. And we're going to give you an option. Either this or that. And you have to choose your first. Yeah, your first choice. Y'all immediately. Are you in trouble. 
Uh, I know. Of course, that's the point. No, no. it's fun. It's fun and innocent. Nothing yeah. to worry about. Yeah, yeah okay. that's what they. That's what they said on. Set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. This is funny. Roses or rose? Roses. TikTok or Instagram? TikTok. Really? Really? TikTok. Wow. I'm a nice. TikTok guy. You guys should know that. That's not fair, man. Don't you have, know like, that. I'm going to have, have to like, follow you on TikTok that, now. That know everything. They know like every trend. Yeah, they probably help <laughs> you with your TikToks. Yeah, but I don't do a lot of the normal TikTok stuff. I don't do the dances or anything like that. Um, I got you. What is your genre? My genre is dad jokes, recovery, and dating, actually. I love that. Okay. Nice. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Truth or dare? Truth. Quick, quick. <laughs> there we go. Truth? All right. Is okay. it true? No, I ain't going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Podcast or radio? Podcast. Good answer. Nice. We're done. <laughs> it was only one answer. <laughs> <laughs> Low key or extra? Extra. Nice. He said nice. Are you a dog dad or are you a cat guy? Dog, for sure. Said it with his chest. K- Katie wouldn't like to hear that, but I-, I was just about to say, I'm like, uh, we're watching you right now. On I'm like, I'm pretty sure you were obsessed with cats a couple of weeks ago, Hunter. Just yeah, kidding. I mean, you know, <laughs> like- you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> um okay let's call or text text 80s or the 90s 80s for sure <laughs> all right shop online or shop in store shop in the store okay same 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 um buzzfeed or the new york times buzzfeed Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hunter, are you doing a rental house or a hotel? Rental house. Nice. Okay. nice. nice. Book All or right. movie? Oh, go ahead. Book or movie? Movie. Ooh. Airplane or boat? Boat. Nice. Pro Same. dating apps or against dating apps? Oh, God. Come on, uh, Hunter. Again. Oh, there we go. Against. against. Yes. Okay. Really? Yes. Okay. 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 Ask why. I think that dating apps set us up for failure. They set you up to have a bunch of people to talk to. And it's almost like a, the opposite of accountability with dating. Mm, yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I think that it's, it's, it has its pros and cons, but to me, I think that is what leads to ghosting. And if you just have all these people and all these options and you don't really ever have a real connection with any of It's almost like you, you can like be dating a girl and then she can be talking to like 20 other guys. It's almost like, like uh, <laughs> you go, it's almost like you were to go on a show. Yes. There's a lot of people dating this one person and you have no idea what the other. I'm not down for that. We're not down for that. At least on the show, you know. Yes. When you're getting ghosted, you don't know. At least I know where I At least I know where I stand. You know what you're up against. And you know if you're going home or when your date's cut off. Like, you just, you're prepared. Yeah. I will say this, though. At least with the apps, no one can walk in and end my date early. (laughs) Very true. Uh, That's true. I ain't going to let you end my date early. I'm just saying, Hunter. I'm just saying, you ain't into my day, girl. I'm going to tell you to walk outside. <laughs> I will tell you three times if need to. Um, let me see. Okay. I really don't know if I want to know this information, but bath or shower? Bath. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dying in I or delivery? I got a in me. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah? Do okay. you? Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Oh, my God. That is... Uh, we did not know Bubble that. Bath, okay. Like you have a whole ritual and like skincare I, I, routine. I, I have some self-care routines, sure. Okay. Or do you Where just like they? to be in robes and stuff? Like what, what is it exactly? So like loafers? Not, no, I'm not quite as I'm not quite as extra as that. Um, Got it. But I do I do enjoy, you know, pampering myself a little bit. What is Thanks. your self-care routine? Let's hear it. Nothing hear wrong it. with that. Um so I like to do masks. I always do masks. I have 
three or four different moisturizers. I shave every part of my body, literally, like everything. Bro, save me, save me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't like hair. I can't handle. I yeah. I do this. I can't. Handle I love it. that. Okay. I love that. But okay. also, being a girl dad, you're gonna have to do those masks at some point. So it's a good thing that you like them. Yeah, I've actually I've had to learn a lot just from having a daughter. So, do you shave yeah. your armpit hair as well? I I tr- I trim it. I okay. only shave it like fully once every probably like month or so. But I trim it. I can't handle what, that every month. I've never in my life shaved my armpit. <laughs> he said that like say it was a so nonchalant. Hey, if it makes you feel good, hey, we no, love I'm a not, good skincare not, routine. I'm not I, I, just, I need to be clean. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like hair just makes things musky. I can't fucking. I can't handle it. <laughs> Megan is very it. confused. What is happening said, right now? Like how are they? So it took Hunter, a weird turn. That's what you know the question game. I have to ask you. You know the question. This weekend when I see you, I'm asking this question. Oh God. <laughs> Just saying. Mike, I cannot. You know, All right, we're moving on. Dine in or delivery. Oh God. Dine in or delivery, Hunter. Which one? Delivery. Are you eating in or eating out? Delivery. Well, well, it depends on who I'm with, right? Oh. Um, if it's with the guys. Or good point. If it's with the guys, delivery for sure. Yeah. What if it's with a girl? With Katie? With Katie, it's probably a picnic somewhere romantic. Oh, so you talked to Katie, huh? <laughs> with Katie, he said. He said, he's he's like, like, oh, look at his face. I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> Hunter. Oh, God. We have yeah, to have another confirm. conversation no spoilers. after this. Spoiler. No spoiler alert. Okay, okay, okay. Damn, <laughs> you almost it. got him. That was good. Okay. Athleisure wear or a little fancy? Like, what does Katie like to wear? Athleisure wear. Oh, okay. I thought so. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> um, okay. And last but not least, are you a summer guy? Like, is, is it a hot boy summer or is it winter? Is your thing? Hot boy summer, for sure. Hot boy yeah. summer. All right. The, he said that confidently. Pool. He's like, Cool. <laughs> All right, Hunter. This was so fun. I'm so happy you were able to come on. You did a phenomenal I'm... job. Yes, man. I love this it. past episode. Love your energy. Keeping love you. Love what you stand for. Absolutely. Thank you're respectful. Awesome. You're fun. You're admirable. Just keep doing. Out of your sobriety. Keep doing yes. you, Hunter. I appreciate you guys so much. Y'all are all awesome. It was a good talk. Can I just say I love Hunter? Do you guys love Hunter? Uh, He's amazing. He was such a sweetheart. I'm so happy he was able to come on the podcast today. I just, he's a good one. So I just wanted to say thank you to all the listeners. And of course, thank you so much, Hunter, for being a part of this episode. It was so much fun. Make sure, as always, to subscribe and submit all of your burning questions. Check us out on social, like, comment, DM us. Find us on at clickbaitbn on Instagram and at batch nation pods on facebook and twitter yes absolutely like tay said share your stories with us we really truly want to hear it i want to read every mm-hmm. single last one of them we want to know what clickbait you're looking at this week let us know be a part of the family subscribe to our podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify the wonder app or baby wherever you listen to right now 